The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. And welcome to a very Brady podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Tack. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Tack. <laughs> and on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do here, Jimmy, as you know, uh-huh. we take the episode, uh-huh. we break it down. We do. We dress it up like the icebox goggle man and force it to treat everyone in its life like complete garbage. All for you, the listener. Mm, okay. On today's episode, we take a look at The Honeymooners, Season 1, Episode 14, entitled The Man from Space. Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, Marty McFly. That's right. That was weird. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Honeymooners is available to stream on Pluto TV. Or yes. I had to watch it on YouTube because I couldn't get to play on Pluto TV. But I know uh, Tubi has some as well. <laughs> oh. but they have, They're calling them the Lost Episodes. I couldn't find this episode on it, but some of the episodes of Honeymooners are on it. So. Hmm. There you go. Well, good. Yeah. All right. So, how was your week? It was pretty good. It was fine as wine. Kind of chatty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know I do I'm know saying. what you're saying. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. How was your week? Um. Well, I mean, there's more to your week than that. You just had an anniversary and your kid just had a birthday. Come on. That's true. That's Wait, true. Jimmy, don't make me interview you. <laughs> okay, text mom. Mom. Um, yeah we, me and my wife celebrated our 20th anniversary this week mm, congratulations yeah we celebrated by going to a, a restaurant called fish lips mm-hmm. strange name um it was right at port canaveral so and we happened to be out there when all the cruise ships were leaving the disney cruise mm-hmm. ship and all the carnival yeah. cruise ships that was kind of neat being able to see them um and then we stopped by the theater that we met in um <clears throat> and then we went and got ice cream and then uh and we're done. You so. guys are crazy. Yeah. Um, I actually worked at Fish Lips for a short time, if you remember. You? Oh, that's where you were washing dishes? Yeah. Sorry. I probably Horrible. Didn't okay. Horrible job. Nothing to do with Fish Lips in particular, but like Fish Lips is fine. It's a nice restaurant. Um, but yeah, I'd never washed dishes professionally, aside from like working in like you know, Papa John's and you have to do dishes every once in a while, but this was like full-time dishwasher. And I wasn't hired on as a dishwasher. I was awaiting the restaurant I was hired for was still being built. So I was temporarily working at Fish Lips because it also had had a mutual owners. Yeah. And so I was like, just to bide some time because I was a cook getting hired on this other restaurant. Um, So to buy time and so I can have a little bit of income, so well, you can work at Fish Lips if you like, just as dishwasher or whatever. And I was like, that works for me. And oh my God, that is the most 
You think like you work hard and like you're a little sore at the end of the day? Holy shit, dude. Try doing mm. dishes for like eight hours straight, mm-hmm. nonstop. Like my whole body hurt so bad. Like <laughs> if I if I dropped something on the floor and I had to pick it up by the end of the night, I would almost be in tears because I had to bend over and pick it up. <laughs> like it was so bad. Like, <clears throat> my body was so sore. And yeah, you haven't been that sore bending over in a long time. <laughs> hey oh <laughs> But yeah, but anyway, well, mm. that's cool. Well, congrats on you and the wife on 20 years. Right on. Pre, so. a preish. And then, uh, then it was a twofer because then today we celebrated, we partially celebrated my daughter's birthday and How she's partially she's celebrate your daughter's birthday because her birthday's not till tomorrow. So, mm. and then we have like the whole party at, you know, Megan's mom's house. Shocking. Did you just go um, happy and then wait till tomorrow and we'll do the rest. Mm-hmm. We're like happy birthday. Um, she wanted to get wild and crazy and go to the mall and then um, we went by the comic book store yeah are malls still open like it is yeah was it dead yeah (laughs) well see I'm kind of sad because COVID kind of killed malls which for me which I like Melbourne Mall still going kind of strong I mean all the all the openings were full like I didn't see any blank it's not like Merritt Square Mall where it's like three stores and that's it yeah um yeah it's it's so a sad. functioning mall put it that way um so we went to the mall then we went to the comic book store and nice. then uh then we went out to eat and then uh, that was it we came home good 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 yeah um <clears throat> my week wasn't as exciting as yours oh um, no? no i still don't think no no i just worked and then uh did you, you? Know. no i did not work it <sighs> damn it heck <laughs> I know. Yeah. But anyway, so let's talk about the Honeymooners. So what's your history with the Honeymooners? Did you ever watch it? Um, <clears throat> no. Um, I had watched it a handful of times. My brothers, yeah. like I've said many times, I had older brothers. And my brother, Rick, <laughs> uh, he was a, uh, a fan of the Honeymooners. And so he yeah. would watch episodes when it was on. You know, this is back before, you know, streaming and stuff. So he would watch it when it was in syndication. He would watch the reruns on TV. Um, so he would he would sometimes make me sit down. This is classic. Too. You need to watch this. This is a great show. And so that kind of thing. Um, but like I said last week, uh, we had dogs named Trixie and Norton. So that was kind of neat. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm the same way. Like, I never really watched. I don't think I ever watched a full episode. But I mean, I was always aware of the show mm-hmm. and. You know, and I knew who Jackie Gleason was. I knew what the show was. And I knew there were characters named Trixie Norton because of the dogs you had. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, (laughs) but yeah. 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 But I never watched it. So what did you think of the show? What did you think of this episode or the show? It wasn't too bad. It was was more relatable for, I mean, because this might be the oldest show we've ever done. Uh, Maybe Mm, not. Maybe with uh, uh, Dobie Gillis might have been older. But this might be yeah. one of the oldest shows. It's one of the oldest, if not the oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a show to be so relatable, even though it's so old, to me, that mm-hmm. was a little impressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't like most of the time with these old TV shows, the housewife, it's just that's the first that. thing that's really unrelatable is how how different. Like if you look at Leave it to Beaver, how the mom was in Leave it to Beaver, mm-hmm. it's like moms just aren't like that anymore. You know what I mean? Right, right, um, right. But Alice seemed, Alice seemed pretty normal. Like... Yeah, she wasn't like submissive in any way. Not at she all. was like, you know, and it was, it was even him like asking for money. And she was yeah. like, no, you're not fucking getting it. Just right. a big, big boy and fucking plug your pants and fucking do what you need to do. Yeah. 
And he's like, oh, whatever. You know? Yeah. So I, I found, I thought that part of it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Just how, sure. how it seemed like they were treated a little bit more like equals. And I don't know if that was by design or if that was just how it was written. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know, but yeah. I agree. I, I enjoyed it. I liked that. I thought it was a cool episode. Um, yeah, yeah. I would definitely watch more. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I couldn't tell if their, their house was supposed or their apartment was supposed to look kind of run down and dingy. Or if it was just wood paneling on the wall with black and white. And that's why it made it look good. So I couldn't really tell if it's supposed to look like yeah. a rundown apartment or if that's just a mixture of the set mixed with black and white. <laughs> right. I agree. I thought the set was pretty boring. Yeah, <laughs> it was. The, yeah, nothing on the wall. Like like a, it looked more like a stage play than it did. Like it did. Yeah. Anything else. But, well, yeah. what's funny is... Um, Saturday Night Live did a, a skit one time, a long time ago, where they were kind of making fun of the honeymooners a little bit. And every once in a while, if you watch it long enough, he'll come way down on, sorry, theater terms, way down on the apron, like really close to the camera. So much so that he's kind of out of the light for a second. <laughs> it's funny. Well, that wasn't Saturday Night Live. That was no? an episode of Perfect Strangers, I think. That was? It? Oh, okay. Well, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, though. Yeah. 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 He comes down so far, he's no longer lit. It's just fine. <laughs> yeah. But if you're interested to hear more about uh, Jackie Gleason, maybe as more yes. of his personal life, we did mm-hmm. have a guest. We did, yeah, yeah, and he uh, stopped by the studios, so to speak, yeah, the <laughs> virtual we, uh, studio, virtual studio, and he's where we actually, gave him virtual coffee and virtual word is originals. <laughs> yeah, um, and he is actually the grandson to Jackie Gleason. He was, yeah. so we had a nice it little is. intimate conversation with him about, yeah. Grandpa and other that was things super interesting. We learned some stuff. I know I learned stuff about Jackie Gleason that I had that I didn't know before. So that was pretty yeah. interesting. No, oh, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. It was very cool. Very cool yeah. interview. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. That'll be played at the uh, mid show break. Second so, show break. Second. Second. second break. The second yes. break. Yes. Yeah. Because you know how we <laughs> like our breaks. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Joe shit. By the way, are we late for a break? No, we get, we're good. Oh, whoo, man. I know. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, it, it was super interesting talking to him. It really was. Mm-hmm. That that was right up there with the Hope interview. Because it's it just, I love hearing the 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 real side. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's the television side. There's the behind the scenes side. There's the, you know, how they, you know, constructed their craft or whatever kind of artsy terms you want to use. <clears throat> but then to hear, you know, Grandpa Gleason, you know what I mean? That's just... Mm-hmm. There's a, it's a neat side of it. It's re, it's really cool hearing that kind yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like For that sure. with, with hope as well. Hearing hearing that the, the personal side. Oh, I just had lunch with Maureen last week. I, I just like hearing that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, it looks like it actually is break time. So, with that, let's take our first break, and when we come back, we're really going to get into the old honeymooners, the man from space. Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yeah. 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 Right, Marty. All right. Well, I guess we'll be back. Okay. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. 
Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the Rescue Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. Then, listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. <laughs> Ooh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. grandparents. Michael, Michael J. J. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. Ooh, that was... That was something. like that. Yeah, we that? both did some something synchronize. It was amazing time. <laughs> that was amazing. Was Why don't you tell everybody <laughs> what it was? We both drank from our cups at the same time. We it did. Was amazing. That's what it was. We synchronized yeah. that shit, and it was good. Hell yeah! It was a very special moment. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have the Honeymooners, mm. season one, episode fourteen, entitled "The Man from Space." Hey. And Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yes, Marty. We know. You've seen it. Where the where is that coming from? I have no idea. God. But let's talk about facts about the episode. Okay. If that's okay with Marty. Yeah, sure. That's that's almost right up there with you talking about fucking swim team all the time. <laughs> this first year on Oh boy. Sorry. <laughs> this first aired on December 31st, 1955. Whoa. Whoa. Well, it was, it was November 5th, 1955, but still. Right. Uh, which we're going to talk about. Um, written by A.J. Russell, Herbert Finn, and Jackie Gleason. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was a writer. That's awesome. Um, he's actually the creator of the show, I found out. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Damn. So this was also directed by Frank... Satanstein, or that's a great <laughs> name for a heavy metal band. Satanstein, Satanstein, no, Satanstein. Man, we got to start a band. <laughs> so, what are your names? We're Satanstein. Yeah. That is, I'm pretty badass. Yeah. That sounds pretty metal to me. Yeah, like replace that with the Pinheads. That was a fucking dumb name. <laughs> you know, Marty's listening right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but instead of the fucking Pinheads, imagine if they were Satanstein. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yep. That's yep. right, man. <laughs> so, according to IMDb, this episode is featured in two scenes of Back to the Future. On hey. October... Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that, I think. I don't know if he has. But okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, on October 25th, 1985, George McFly watches a rerun on television and is greatly amused by it. 
laughing for an embarrassingly long time. Right, yeah. After traveling back in time to November 5th, 1955, Marty McFly watches it with his future mother, Lorraine Baines, and her family. Which is funny because it wouldn't have aired until later. Right. Describing it as a classic, in reality, the episode aired on December 31st, mm. 1955, while the Sleepwalker episode actually aired on November 5th, 1955. So an, an episode actually aired on November 5th. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. With a different one, which it would have been so perfect. Yeah. They just showed a different episode. I don't know. Wait a minute. What if Marty being there yeah. altered which episodes aired? What if originally Mind equals blown What if originally it was The Man from Space episode Hey Hey, I've seen this one I've seen this one this is a classic This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space Okay Uh, What if originally it was that That one that shall be unnamed Right And and him being in the past Is like altered it And so now it's, it's in the order that we know now but originally, it was in the other one. Mm. You're thinking fourth dimensionally. And exactly. I like that, Jimmy. Hell yeah. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mind equals blown. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> when uh, Ralph shows Alice his costume, a piece of it accidentally falls off. That's all that. <laughs> and Jackie Gleason covers covers up for it by saying, let me have that. That's my denaturizer. <laughs> Okay. The man, <laughs> the man who had the Playboy golfing costume was wearing the same design sweater and socks Ralph wore in The Golfer. Huh? Okay. The scene in the original script and subsequently written out revealed that the work emergency phone call from Norton was actually a ruse set up by Ralph to keep him from attending the party. Interesting. Yeah. They should have had Ralph turn to that guy dressed as a golfer and being like, if I dress like that, I'd have to kick my own ass. It's <laughs> been cool. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> the scene where Ralph does the funny dancing in the spaceman costume is shown twice. Once from a wide shot and once from a closer up angle. Yeah. The change in the angle disguises the fact it was repeated moment. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It actually worked really well. It did. If yeah. I had read that, I wouldn't have noticed that at all. Mm-mm. Um, the $50 that Ed Norton wins in the costume contest comes out to $505.60 today. So then the $10 to get the costume was a little over $100. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. $100 to win a costume? Sounds about right. Damn. So, are you ready to fade in? I am ready to fade I'm in. I'm asking you, are you ready to fade in? <laughs> anyway, are you ready to fade in? I am ready to fade in. All right. So we fade in with Mark Chuddock's rendition of My Greatest Love, which is the Honeymooners theme song.
Scene 1. Our story opens up on the streets of New York. Mm. We see Ralph walking up to a sewer where men are working. He looks down Norton's manhole <laughs> and shouts, Hey, Norton! <laughs> Norton! He's running in his manhole. <laughs> As Ralph sets his lunchbox down on some wood oh, nearby, near his Norton manhole, emerges. wood and by his manhole. <laughs> Norton comes out of his manhole oh. from the sewer. Norton has a gas mask on along with waiters, miner's hat, and a life vest for some reason. <laughs> he needs he needs a gas mask in his manhole. <laughs> <laughs> in his face in his manhole. Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> he walks up behind Ralph without him noticing. As Ralph pulls out a sandwich from a lunchbox, he turns around and sees Norton and screams with fear. Norton, with his gas mask on, asks... What's the matter? What's the matter? <laughs> Ralph says, nothing. It's just that you looked a little strange, that's all. I didn't know it was you at first. Norton asks, what'd you expect to come out of the sewer? <laughs> the man in a great flannel suit. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm doing Barney Rubble. I was going to say, yeah, that sounds Bar- Barney Rubble. It was, <clears throat> he sounds just like Barney Rubble because the, the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ralph looks at him up and down and says... Boy, that outfit is certainly a doozy. Hmm. Oh, come on, let's eat our lunch. Norton says, I ain't got no lunch. My lunch is back in Brooklyn. Ralph asks, how? Did you forget to bring it? Norton, while taking off his mask and hat, says, no, I didn't forget to bring it. I dropped it in the job here. Norton oh. looks down the manhole and says, <laughs> by the judge of the currents, it's back in Brooklyn right now. Well, that's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Klein. <laughs> Ralph says, don't worry about it, pal. You can eat my lunch. I'm not hungry anyway. Aww. Norton have been untrusting says, wait a minute, wait a minute. When you offer your lunch, it's either one of two things. Alice made you tuna fish sandwiches or else you want to borrow money from me. <laughs> Norton picks up his sandwich and opens it up. He says, ham, you want to borrow money from me. As Norton sits next to Ralph, eating the ham sandwich, Ralph says, It just so happens, Norton, that I happen to have one of the greatest ideas I've ever had in my life. Norton, intrigued, asks, Yeah? Ralph goes on, You know that costume party they're running tomorrow night down at the Raccoon's Lodge? Norton says, Yeah? Ralph goes on, I know how to win the very first prize, which is $50. Oh, shit. Norton, with a bite of the sandwich in his mouth, says, Chauvoir. Ralph asks, how? Norton says, have the best costume? And then Norton laughs at his own joke. <laughs> he, he do be doing that. <laughs> he do be doing that. Ralph, not amused, says, certainly that's the answer, but only we know that. Take those guys. They don't have the head for it down at the lodge. <laughs> Look it's what happens head. every year when they run a costume party. What does Cassidy show up in? He cuts down his wife's dress and goes as Tugboat Annie. Look at Riley. Throws a white sheet over his head and says he's Julius Caesar. Norton says, wait a minute. I was talking to Riley a little while ago. This year he's going to make a change, he says. This year he's going to throw a sheet over him and go as Mark Antony. Mm-hmm. Ralph says, 
Well, that ain't going to win him first prize either. My way is the only way, Norton asks. What way is that? Ralph says, well, to start off with, you loan me $10. <laughs> I go down to a real costuming house and get a real professional costume. That means the other guys ain't got a chance. How can they win with me running around in professional costume and them wearing those homemade things? <laughs> and get this, I invest $10, I win $50, which gives me a $40 profit. Norton thinks for a second and says, Ralph, you're a genius. Ralph smiles at the compliment and then says, you really think so, Norton? Norton with confidence says, I know so. Norton then stands up and adds, because you think like me. That's why you can't get the $10 from me, because we're both geniuses and we think alike. Ralph, a little confused, asks, what are you talking about? Norton stands up and says, I'll show you. Just a minute. Norton walks over to the manhole and <laughs> shouts, hey there, Marty. Throw up the package I got there, will you? Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this oh. one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Oops, that's not, that's not right. you, Marty. But he, but he, somebody's package is in a manhole. <laughs> <laughs> a wrapped package comes flying out of the manhole. Oh, shit. Carol Brady style mm -hmm. <laughs> flies out of Norton's manhole and he catches it. Damn, that's talent. Mm -hmm. um, I think Ralph uh, stepped on Norton's line because at one point you, <laughs> you hear like Norton start to talk and then Ralph says something and he has to stop really quick. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. happens again later too mm -hmm. when he's talking with Alice. Yeah. Um, so wait, he was working on the sewer, right? Mm -hmm. And he's not washing his hands before he eats his lunch. <laughs> That's disgusting. I think he was wearing gloves, but not that that should matter. So? But no, I got you. I hear you. But that's even worse because I mean, you work in a job where you have to wear gloves. I work in a job where I have to wear gloves. Your hands get really sweaty and nasty really quick after wearing gloves. No, I got you. So that's disgusting. I mean, you got to remember too. He works out in the field, right? So, yeah. and much like we had to, you know, talk, you know, tell Dorothy, you know, last week. Stop talking with your fucking mouth full. Oh, my God. Why is it so hard on television? That's so gross. It, that doesn't bother most people. It doesn't bother me at all. So. But, yeah, speaking of, like, washing hands and eating, like, you ever look at a construction site or some of these, like, auto mechanics? Hmm. They'll fucking eat chips and sandwiches and their hands are all fucking greasy and gross. And just like, dude, like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> um, so Tugboat Annie was a reference here um, okay. oh that's that girl back in high school that had a big butt that was my nickname in high school <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no it was, a, it was a film in 1933 starring Marie Dressler oh, okay. and Wallace Beery hmm. little fun fact Marie Dressler actually won an Academy Award for Best Actress very nice congratulations Marie well, she's probably gone now <laughs> Yeah, she, I don't think she can hear you anyway. Scene two, with packet with his package in his hand, <laughs> he walks back over to Ralph and asks, "Know what's in this here package? A costume I rented this morning for a party tomorrow night." Ralph, not at all overacting, gets angry, points his finger in Norton's face, and asks, "You rented a costume?" Hmm. Norton says, "Certainly, I rented a costume." 
I'm going to win the $50 prize. I told you we both think alike. Norton then chuckles. Ralph, getting a little angry, says, Norton, you are a snake. Of all the low-down conniving tricks to steal my idea. Hmm. Norton, a little defensive, asks, what do you mean, steal your idea? It was an original idea. We both got the original idea at the same time. Ralph argues, don't give me that. You've never had an original idea in your life. Ralph thinks for a second and then adds, wait a minute. I take that back. You did have one original idea. Your idea for the kid's cereal. Pablum and pizza. The fuck? (laughs) Norton defends. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. It's catching on. Ralph says, it's catching on, huh? Well, I just want you to know what you just did. You just declared total war. Not only did you steal my idea, but you used the $10 that I was going to use to put my idea in operation. Mm. Just remember, Norton, this is total war. Shit. Yeah. Norton says, all right, now simmer down. Just simmer down now. (laughs) Just, 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 Just simmer down. Look at the facts. Look at the facts. I got this here costume this morning. You told me about your idea a couple of minutes ago. How did I steal your idea? How did I steal your idea? Ralph shouts, I don't know, but you did it. Hmm. I had this idea more than a week ago. Norton says, well, you didn't tell me about it. How could I steal your idea? How? Huh? Ralph Hmm. sticking to his gun says, I don't know, but you did. And it's not going to do any good, though. Just remember that. It'll do you no good. Ralph packs up his lunch in his lunchbox and then says, and another thing. I'm winning, pal. I'm winning. No matter what you do. The two just stare at each other for a moment until Norton asks, that's the way you feel about it? Nothing left to say, is there? Mm. Ralph says, just one more thing, Norton. From here on, we are deadly enemies. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have nothing to do with you. If you see me coming down the street... Get on the other side. Oh, shit. Norton looks at Ralph up and down and with a zinger says, when you come down the street, there ain't no other side. Oh, shit. Ralph wipes his face in frustration and walks off. Norton, proud of his zinger, continues to eat his lunch. (laughs) Being friends with Ralph would be extremely exhausting. God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought Norton was the dumb one. I guess I was wrong. Hmm. <laughs> no, no. I wouldn't say Norton was dumb. I would. Oh. <laughs> so because he's friends with Ralph. <laughs> so obviously Norton doesn't work on the same sewer every day. If so, he's a terrible right. sewer fixer guy. Um, yeah. And from what I understand, Ralph is a bus driver. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So how do they coordinate lunches every day? Well, because, I don't think they do it every day, do they? Um, I don't know. It just seems so casual. I was assuming they did. I just assumed it was something like, hey, hey, uh, Ralph, I'm going to be working the sewer over on 30, 34th Street okay. and whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's right where I take my lunch. I'm like, hey, we can have, we'll give me lunch, buddies. You know, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Anywho, scene three. Ooh. Back at Ralph and Alice's apartment. 
Alice sets the table for dinner. Ralph walks in carrying his lunchbox. Alice says, oh, hiya, Ralph. Ralph says, Alice, I'm going to come right to the point. Ralph paces back and forth in front of Alice. Mm. Ralph goes on. I don't want any beefs, no arguments. I want you to be reasonable. Mm. And I'll be reasonable. That's how you talk to your wife right there. That's like when you're talking <laughs> about buying a guitar. I mean, I mean a costume contest. <laughs> right. Alice, who's been down this path before, sighs and rolls her eyes and awaits patiently for any shenanigans mm. about to come out of her husband's mouth. Mm. Ralph goes on. This is my request. I want $10. <laughs> Alice, not amused, puts her hand on her hip and says, All right, Ralph. Whenever you come in here with this approach, I know you're about to start in again on another one of your crazy harebrained schemes. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Ralph says, This is no crazy harebrained scheme. You know the costume party is tomorrow at the lodge. I know how to win the $50 prize. Mm-hmm. All I need is the $10 to get my costume. I've got it all picked out. I'm going as King Henry VIII. Alice says, nothing doing, Ralph. I can't spare the $10. Ooh, damn. Mm-hmm. Ralph thinks for a second and then says, all right. I said I'd be reasonable and I will be. Because <laughs> if, if, if nothing, he's reasonable. Just saying. <laughs> if you can't give me 10 I'll take 5 hmm. For $5, I can be Billy the Kid. Alice just shakes her head and says, I will tell you what I will do. I'll give you a tin can and you can go as Billy the Goat. That's a zinger, Jimmy. Oh, oh, is it? Okay. Well, that joke <laughs> fucking killed too. People thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Ralph just stares at his wife for a few seconds and then says, Oh, 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 oh bang, zoom. He okay. then paces back and forth like a caged tiger. Alice says, Listen to me, Ralph. I don't want to hear any more nonsense about renting a costume. Ooh, damn. I told you over a week ago to start making your own. Now, why don't you use some originality? Mm. Show some ingenuity. Why don't you use your brain? Get it. Get a Speedo and go as Tack on the swim team in high school. My God, we get it. <laughs> God. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. That's right, man. That, think, that's what it's like. I think more about your swim team. <laughs> Ralph snaps. Because I want to win first prize. That's why. Alice says, well, you can work it out any way you want. All I know is you're not getting the $10. Oh, shit. I know. You can be mad all you want, but I bet you'd be mad sitting there really for that $10. <laughs> You're going to be mad with a homemade costume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> roll your eyes all day long, but you'd but you be doing it in a homemade costume. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I've got to hurry up and get dinner ready because the Nortons are going to be here any minute. Hmm. As Alice continues to set the table, Ralph asks, what are the Nortons coming down here for? <laughs> Alice says, I invited them for dinner. Ralph says, oh, is that so? For your information, the Nortons aren't setting foot in this house. Alice says, Ralph, I had to invite them for dinner. Don't you realize we've had dinner at their house three nights this week already? Ralph says, that's their hard luck. Yeah. As Ralph paces some more, he goes on. 
I don't mind Trixie eating here, but Norton, not a morsel does he get. <laughs> he said hard. <laughs> um, so is he implying that he wants to punch his wife in the face so hard that she flies into outer space? Mm-hmm. That's exactly okay. correct. So he's abusive and stupid. Well, um, I don't think he's ever actually done it. He just threatens yeah, her he thinks he with can. physical violence. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I had to laugh at the amount of times he turns his back to the audience. Because in theater, they tell you that's a big no-no. Right. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Hmm. So I'm confused. Yeah. His last name is Norton? I thought that was his first name. No, it's Ed Norton. Kind of like the oh. actor, Edward Norton. Oh, so he just calls him by his last name? Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense, Van Sickle. Hmm. <laughs> well, do you ever... I was thinking about this earlier because I thought you might bring this up as a question. Um, like, do you, does anybody ever call you Klein? Is that a thing? Like, have you ever experienced no. that, really? Mm-mm. See, it's so weird. Like, to me, I've had a lot of jobs where we're referred to as last names. Well, but you're, then you're again, in the military. Yeah, military is one thing, but then also mm-hmm. working in security. That's another one where you use a lot of last name stuff there. Um I don't know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm kind of used to it. I guess maybe it's just because hmm. of the industries that I pick. But. Yeah, for me, like it would, I would probably correct them the first or second time, and after that I would just start being rude about it. You know what I mean? Like, what if somebody comes in Klein, I'm like, well, first off, my name's Jimmy, so you can call me Jimmy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> You're such a civilian. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... So why does Ralph, when he gets mad, he refers to an energy drink in a video conferencing call app? Mm. What's bang? Bang is an energy drink? Mm-hmm. Oh, I figured it's he like, was talking about what he wants to do to your mom. It's kind of like yelling monster Skype. You know, it's like. was <laughs> <laughs> a dumb mm. joke. I don't know. Nah, maybe I'll edit that one to make it sound funnier. Bang like your mom. <laughs> oh, I get your right, joke's so. obviously funnier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Scene four. As Ralph continues to pace around, Norton enters without mm-hmm. knocking, apparently. Mm-hmm. Norton is dressed head to toe in 18th century fashion, with a white wigged tricorn hat to boot in full character. Norton walks around the apartment to show off his stylist robes. Mm-hmm. He stops at Alice and holds up a monocle and says, Bonjour, everybody. <laughs> Happy Charles Boyer to you. What? Okay. Ralph just stares at Norton in shock at his outfit. Alice just laughs. <laughs> Norton asks, how do you like it? I thought I'd slip it on and see how it felt to get the feel of it, you know? <laughs> Alice says, oh, Ed, you look wonderful. But who are you supposed to be? Norton says, I am Pierre Francois de la Broski. Brioski. Alice asks, well, who was he? Norton asks, who was he? You never heard of him? Alice says, no. Norton says, oh, he always been my childhood hero and idol of mine since I was a kid. Alice asks, well, what was he? A king or something? Norton actually surprised that Alice had no idea asks, Mm -hmm. what? Are you kidding? A king or something? Ha! Francois de la Brioski was a great man. He designed and built the sewers of Paris. Mm. Ralph, having had enough of Norton's 
farcical capering. Ooh, nice. Right? Yeah. Turns around and faces a wall. Alice says, well, it's quite a costume, isn't it, Ralph? Ralph turns back around and says, Hmm. that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. Norton turns to Alice and says, methinks I detect a presence of the green-eyed monster. (laughs) (laughs) Ralph says, you don't detect anything. I'm not jealous of you, Norton. Just remember, any dope with $10 can rent a costume. And on top of it, you stole the idea from me. Norton shifts his weight a couple of times in awkwardness and quietly says to Ralph, peasant, Hmm. but then declares, in the words of Pierre-Francois de la Brioski, la Hmm. plume, blue, blah, blue, blah, (laughs) blue. That was good, Jimmy. What's that? That was good. That was verbatim. (laughs) Ralph turns around to Norton and asks, and what is that supposed to mean? Norton says, it means wait until tomorrow night and see who the judges pick as the winner of the costume ball. Mm. Mm. Ralph says, you don't frighten me, pal. You think you're going to win the ball? (laughs) Hee hee. That would be H-E-E-H-E. This is hey, hey. (laughs) <laughs> that gives me a laugh. <laughs> I like he, but that's like ping pong. <laughs> that gives me a laugh. That gives me a laugh. Why do you say it twice? Because you say a lot of things twice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, delivered it sounds okay, but like yeah. writing it and reading it sounds yeah. stupid. <laughs> I'm the one that's going to win it. Norton says, oh, you're going to win it? Ralph says, up to now, I wasn't interested in going into the contest. Not at all, pal. Chief. But just, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> um, but just to teach you a lesson, once and for all, I am going into the contest with my own original costume that mm. I will make up myself. Mm. It's not because I want to win the $50. It's not because I want to show off my talents, how how good I am at originating things, but only to teach you a lesson. Mm. Now, what have you got to say to that? Norton takes a moment and then says, to the words of the immortal Pierre-Francois de la Brioski, la plume, but is quickly cut off by Ralph, who says, oh, shut up. (laughs) So I looked up Charles Boyer because I was like, who the fuck is that? Right. Apparently, he's a French-American actor in the 1930s. Oh, okay. So, so he like, has nothing to do with sewers. No, this is Charles Boyer because oh. he said, happy Charles Boyer Day. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did look up uh, Pierre-Francois de la Brioski, mm-hmm. and it's fictitious. He's not a real person. Mm-hmm. Good name, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have thought that he was like Ben Franklin or something. Like, I, <laughs> right. That's what he or like, like George Washington or something like that. Yeah. Scene five. Mm. As Ralph keeps his back to his old buddy, Norton, Alice says, all right, the two of you can break it up right now. Dinner's almost ready. Ed, where's Trixie? Norton says, she's upstairs. She'll come down in a little while. Ralph turns back around and says, they can sit down and eat first. I'll wait. It won't hurt me to wait a couple of hours to eat. That's true. Ralph then exits to the bedroom. Norton shouts, <laughs> this is a good zinger. No, it won't hurt, but it'll be really tough on the farmers. 
That's funny. Uh, classic fat joke. After Ralph leaves, Alice says, You sit down. I want to take a look at the roast. Norton takes a seat at the dinner table while Alice checks on the food. Mm. Soon, Ralph walks back in with a screwdriver. He stops and watches Norton as he, in full pageantry, mm. takes a snuff box out of his jacket and takes a couple of sniffs of snuff and then closes the box daintily and then sneezes so hard his hat flies off. Wow. Ralph just stares at him and says, Bellevue is calling, and then walks over to the ice chest. Once at the ice chest, he begins to unscrew the door. Alice asks, Ralph, what are you doing? Ralph says, I'm making my costume. That's what I'm doing. Alice asks, with the icebox door? Ralph says, yes, with the icebox door. That's what you fucking sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get upset. I'll put it back on tomorrow. Alice says, but Ralph, all the food that's in there now will be spoiled. Ralph says, well, don't worry about that. Just invite him down and he'll eat it. <clears throat> After Ralph disappears back to the bedroom, Alice puts both hands on her hips and asks, what kind of costume could he be making? Norton says, I don't know. But if he had taken the whole icebox, I'd say he was going as a junk man. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm surprised he didn't get really mad and say, Nos, FaceTime. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? Nos FaceTime? Nof? Yeah. Nos, N-O-S. FaceTime? Nos FaceTime. Nos FaceTime. Yeah. by my own joke. Yeah. <laughs> um... They have an ice box. I found that, that that was kind of funny. I so I did. I it just kind of struck me. I'm like an ice box. What this is? This was in the fifties. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? And so I looked it up, and it's according to the website I looked at. Refrigerators were common by the end of the 1940s. Um, so, <laughs> so what are they doing? So they, I, I'm assuming that indicates that he had kind of a lower income job. I'm assuming. I guess. Um, I should have looked up in hindsight. I should have looked up when. Ice delivery was no longer a thing because that would have been a little bit more of a tell. Um, yeah. But why is Norton snort, snorting cocaine? <laughs> it's not cocaine. It's snuff. He, which was very popular back in the day. Mm-hmm. No, you snorted it. So you snorted snuff. So what snuff was, I, I actually had to look this up because I know it wasn't cocaine or anything. Um, it's a mixture of... Cocaine? No. Finely ground up tobacco. And I think also some sort of like oils or something like that. That sounds healthy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess it was wildly popular back in the you know the 18th century and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think you can still buy it. Yeah, you don't you don't get high from it or anything. It's just mm-hmm. like it's just another way to take in tobacco, I guess. You could if you mixed it with cocaine. <laughs> that's that's true. That's yeah. true. I didn't think of that. <clears throat> okay. That's a good point. It's a good point, Jimmy. So, I know we mentioned this earlier, but, like, the apartment is so boring. Like, <laughs> there's nothing on the walls. It's just, like, wall, wall. <laughs> and, like, do uh, you see where she uh, hangs her, like, freaking towel? No. I didn't notice. Because <laughs> she goes over to check on the roast, where mm-hmm. she grabs a towel down, hanging on a rack in the kitchen, right? Makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh, no. The rack is hung all the way in the complete corner of the kitchen, and she has to reach up to like probably six feet high just to reach it off the wall. It's hanging on a hook. 
Like, who the fuck hung that there? That's the weirdest place Ralph. ever. Because <laughs> he's taller than her. <laughs> and I know we're going to put it all the way in the corner up there. Because he's he might be kind of pervy. He might like seeing her stretch out. You know what I mean? Oh, well, maybe. Maybe. Just saying. Which explains her costume later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Scene six. Ralph walks back out again. This time he unscrews the knobs off the dresser. Alice says, Ralph. Ralph simply says, I need knobs. <laughs> you said use your imagination. Well, my imagination says I need knobs. As he removes the knobs off a drawer, Alice says, well, that's just great, Ralph. Supposing I need something in that drawer, how am I going to get it open? Ralph says, there's nothing that you'll want that's in that drawer that can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Ralph then walks over to the stove and grabs a pot that's sitting on top. Ralph asks, where's the flashlight? Alice, with extremely thick sarcasm, says, it's in with the things that can wait until tomorrow. <laughs> Norton says, hey, come on, come on. What kind of costume are you making anyway? As Ralph manages to get the drawer open to look for the flashlight, he says, I knew you were going to ask that question, but you'll get no answer from me. You stole one idea from me. You're not stealing this one. Just remember that. Remember it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. Ooh, as, Ralph, as Ralph looks in all the drawers for the flashlight, he slams the last one, looks at his wife, and says in a mocking tone, it's in that thing that can wait till tomorrow, huh? Ooh, I'd like to. And then he raises his arm as if he's going to abuse his wife. Oh. <laughs> Just mess with you. He raises his arm as if he's going to jolt duo his wife. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of one. <laughs> Alice says, all right, it's in there. Ralph then leaves back into the bedroom. A few moments later, Alice works on dinner. He comes back out and looks around the kitchen, not seeing what he's looking for, stops and thinks to himself. He then gets an idea and grabs one of her kitchen chairs and takes it back to the room. <laughs> Alice says, Ralph, but Ralph just ignores her. Mm. Norton asks, what is he doing anyways? Ralph, overhearing this, walks out and says, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm making a costume that's going to make a fool out of you, pal. <laughs> pointing, to, <laughs> pointing to the costume, Ralph goes on, that's going to look like a piece of French cheesecloth cloth when I'm finished. Hmm. And you are going to look even sillier than that sissy hero of yours, Ooh, that Brioski or whatever his name is. Mm. <laughs> Norton, not taking this any longer, stands up from the table and says, just a minute. You're talking about a great man, a great man who designed and built the sewers of Paris. Ralph, staring at his friend, says, sure, he built the sewers of Paris. Anybody that dresses like that has got to have a place to hide. Mm. Norton says, you can only go so far, Ralph. I can't take any more of this. I don't care if you insult me. You can call me anything you like. But when you insult Pierre-Francois de la Brioski, you insult the honor of France. Oh, Norton shit. removes his glove and slaps Ralph across the <laughs> face with it. <laughs> Norton then declares, I challenge you to a duel. Do you have any seconds? What? Okay. It's like, you know, do you have any like anything to say or any, do you agree or do you have oh, any seconds? Oh, okay. Yeah. Ralph, getting all riled up, says, 
I got some seconds. I got two seconds. And you better use them to get out. Get out. Norton takes a couple of steps back. He pulls out a snuff box and takes a couple of dainty sniffs. He closes the box and then sneezes right in Ralph's face, which causes his tricorn hat to fall off. Norton then turns and walks out. Uh, uh, um, any huff? Ralph then picks up his hat and throws it out the door and down the hallway. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how Ralph kept a straight face when he slapped him across the face like that. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> that was so funny. Hey, let me tell you what. I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but this episode made me laugh out loud at it least did. five times. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. And it wasn't that really corny. Like, I mean... Not to be mean, but like the mods and stuff like that. And you can tell it was the tail end of that kind of vaudevillian style where it's <laughs> this dramatic, you know, but this one, like their timing was just really, <laughs> it was just funny. So yeah. yeah, this was a lot better than some of the newer stuff. And it was like equally, I laughed out loud equally from almost like different actors. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. just Norton that made me laugh or just Ralph, yeah. you know, I laughed at, I think almost everybody <laughs> but you so. can tell that these people were genuinely funny people as mm-hmm. opposed to like again in some of the newer episodes where they probably weren't that funny you know maybe it's i don't know i just it's just a different style of, of comedy which is funnier <laughs> yeah. so all right well this is where we take our next break oh man so ralph has come up with a plan to win the costume ball at the raccoon's lodge he said ball <laughs> raccoon balls <laughs> <laughs> Except his plan involves using $10, which he doesn't have. Nope. Now he has to make his costume. Will Ralph come up with a great costume? Will Norton beat him out with his Pierre-Francois de la Brioski costume? Does the name Alice in classic TV always refer to women dressed in uniforms working in food industries? Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yep. Yep. Cool. We'll be back. Hey, movie fans. Have you ever wanted just one more adventure from your favorite film heroes? Ever imagined an alternate entry in your favorite movie franchise that didn't suck? Then Sequel Quest is the podcast to make your wildest cinematic fantasies come true. Every episode, Adam, Jeff, and Jeremy pitch imaginary sequels, prequels, and reboots to your favorite movie franchises like E.T. the Extraterrestrial, cult classics like Surf Ninjas and the Monster Squad, famous flops like Jupiter Ascending, how about a third Tim Burton Batman film, or getting back on the ice with the Mighty Ducks. With over 100 episodes in our archives, you'll definitely find find a favorite as the SQ crew reminisce about the films and find creative, cool, and wacky ways to continue the fun on the silver screen. Sequel Quest is presented by the Retro Network and can be found on any of your favorite podcast apps. Just search Sequel Quest and prepare yourselves for fake movie fun at its finest. We are back. That was some. That was some break. How how would you? And if you if you had to pick one Mm -hmm. 
adverb. Okay. How would you describe that break? I would call it rockin'. That's not an adverb. You said it is. An adverb is like... Oh, I'm sorry. Adverb. You're yeah. right. Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. I can't <laughs> believe I did that. I pride myself on my like English and grammar and spelling and all that. <laughs> I used an adjective, and yeah. I do apologize. Okay. An adverb is uh, colorfully. Yeah, I was going to say swimmingly. Yeah. Swimmingly. That's the one I was going to go with, yeah. Why were you going to go with that word, Jimmy? I don't know. <laughs> Just seemed appropriate. Okay. Because we were swimming in fun. <laughs> See how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jimmy. So recently, yes. When I say recently, I really just mean like a couple hours yeah, ago. Literally recently, yeah. <laughs> um, Jimmy and I sat down with uh, Mark Chuddock. We did, and a lot and of people are like, little... "Who is this Mark Chuddock?" You say, yeah. So Mark Chuddock is the grandson to Jackie Gleason. Yes, and uh, he was kind enough to. Uh, Come into our virtual studio, so to speak, and yeah. sit down and have an intimate conversation about his grandfather. Yeah, and he was very generous with his time, and we definitely do appreciate all the insights and stuff he gave us. So, uh, yeah. All right. And uh, if you check it out now, here is our interview with Mark. All right, Jimmy. So we have a little guest with us right now. We do have a guest. Well, it's not little, but yeah, we do have a guest. <laughs> Easy, um, easy. <laughs> well, I didn't mean like that. I meant I mean, you're not like a wee little person. <laughs> what we have with us joining us today is Mark Chuddock. Yes. And what's really special about him is his grandfather, Jimmy. Yes. Was Jackie Gleason. His grandfather dressed up as the man from space. That's right. He was. That's awesome. Yes, he was. <laughs> Welcome to the show. That's awesome. It's Welcome. nice to have you. It's very nice to be here, you guys. I yes. really appreciate it. <laughs> no, we appreciate you being on the show. We we had had the the opportunity to interview Joe Poop, J, uh, Hope Juber um, at the end of uh, the Brady Bunch run. Yes, that is um, awesome. That's and one, one thing that we found interesting with her is, she, man, she could name drop with the best of them. Like she talked about when she met all the Beatles and when she went on a date with Robin Williams and left him for her husband and all this kind of stuff. Did you grow up in an environment where where you may have gotten jaded to, to the kind of people you were around? A little bit, yes. Yeah. I can't name drop and I won't name drop, but uh, <laughs> a little bit. A little yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit. That's cool. That's um, awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Um, my uh, dear, very dear friends with my grandfather was a gentleman named Jack Haley. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys remember who Jack Haley was. God, yeah. But he was the Tin Man. In yeah. the That's awesome. They were yeah. very cool, cool friends with my family. Wow. That's, that's cool. Awesome. If you listen to the show a lot, you'll notice that we do quote the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> we, we quote Wizard of Oz all the time. Nobody yeah. quotes it. Okay. We do. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. It was, so you, it was always Aunt Flo and Uncle Jack. So, so you knew him more as Uncle Jack as opposed to the Tin Man. Absolutely. That is so cool. That's awesome. That is cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is so neat. So had what... what at one point, did you realize that he was the Tin Man? Like, were you kind of surprised when you saw him as the Tin Man, or did you always know? Um, actually, no, I didn't know. I, no? He was all, just Uncle Jack. That is so cool. Hmm. Yeah, wow. kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's all. What kind of person was he like? He was very quiet. You know, he unobtrusive. He was a great man. Um, his wife 
Her name was Flo. Mm-hmm. Um, she always had a big wheel for me. Every time I came over, she had a present for me. That's so cool. A big wheel. You guys remember big wheels? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Or Legos or something like yeah. that. So it was, it was pretty cool. And she had a wonderful pool, this huge garden rock pool enclosure in her backyard. That's cool. So, you know, and I was a kid, you know, I was six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, but they were the most wonderful people I ever met in my entire life. Very, very cool. That's awesome. And, you know, you went to their house for dinner and there was Grandpa and there was Liza Minnelli. And, oh, wow. and really? uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Jack Haley Jr. married Liza Minnelli. Oh, I didn't know that. And then yeah. Jack Haley would have been friends with Judy Garland. Absolutely. Yeah, I never cool. met her. I wish that I could have. sense now. Never... Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's all coming together in my brain now. I can make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. That's awesome. It's funny because when I was when I was researching like you and your grandfather, yeah. I had totally forgotten that your grandfather was in. Um, he was in the uh, the Smokey and the Bandit movies. Yeah, that was his big comeback. Was yeah, I didn't even realize that was him. And as soon as I read it, I'm like, of course he was the the the, the mayor. Buford I think. Buford T. Justice. Yeah, was, that's awesome. He was a sheriff. 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 That's what it was. Yes. Buford T. Justice. Yes. Yeah, and, and he was in all three of them too. That's awesome. Oh, see what? Bitch. Yeah. Some <laughs> bitch. It's funny because I've done that quote before too, and I didn't even put two and two together that that was in. Oh, great. God, it's so cool. Another thing that surprised me about your grandfather was I didn't realize that he was so involved with music. He had about 20 albums. That he yeah, put yeah. And yeah. a lot of it was yeah, very melodic and. Uh, uh, I don't even know the word for it, to be honest with you, but um, um, symph- symphonic, I guess, music yeah. would be the it word re- for it. It reminded me a little bit like Glenn Miller, but a little bit newer than Glenn Miller. Kind of, yeah. yes. Two totally different personalities. He was a comedian, but a very, very serious musician. Yeah. Is it? Do you that's think that was an influence on you? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that's cool. I remade uh, Melancholy Serenade. Yes. Yeah, with- that's what I was going to bring up next. Yeah, which I think I sent you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, but aside from that, no, nothing, nothing else. And that was, I think, one of two songs that he wrote, correct? Melancholy Serenade, and he wrote another one as well, right? Well, he wrote hundreds of songs. Oh, did he really? Oh, okay. okay. Oh, absolutely. But I'm cool. talking about the theme songs to his TV shows. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Melancholy Serenade, which was a theme song to... The Jackie Gleason show, right. which is a variety show. Yeah. And there was My Greatest Love, which was the theme song to The Honeymooners. Um, I, I read something interesting also, and I don't know that it's true. And he, it was articles that I had read talking about him. It was like interesting facts. One was that he had a really, really bad fear of flying. He did. Yes. That, so he, he had an incident when he was flying to California yeah, at one time. Yeah, that is very, that's absolutely true. He only took trains. And another thing interesting I read again that I want to run past you to see if it's true is um, uh, he had a big interest in the paranormal. He did. Yes, yeah. he believed in UFOs. And yeah. In fact, built a house 
that looked like a UFO. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, wow. He did. <clears throat> you can look it up. But he did. He believed in the paranormal and he believed in UFOs. That's true. Yeah. But I read an interesting story about how he met your grandmother. Is that something you're familiar with at all? I am. Um, he met my grandmother uh, back in the vaudeville days. Yeah, yeah. Man. She was a dancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was trying to be, you know, he's an up-and-coming comedian. Yeah. Um, and they met and they fell in love. And obviously I had my, my mother, <laughs> my aunt. <laughs> but he was kind of a player. He right. kind of was a player. Okay. Mm-hmm. What I had read, and again, I don't know if this is true, but I read that they met at the at Club Miami in Newark, New Jersey. And that's and probably that, true. Yeah. And that after the show, he proposed to her after seeing her in front of her boyfriend. Or I've her seen Dave. that. I've seen that. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. But also, he's not the only um, talent in your family, right? But my mother's sister, Linda, right. was married to Jack Miller. Who was a playwright, won an Emmy for a play. Oh, wow. And he was um, also Father Karras in the Exorcist movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the dark haired father. In the <laughs> I can't get my daughter to watch them. I've been trying to get her to watch them. She won't watch them. <laughs> She's so afraid. Yeah, yeah, don't. It's it's fucking crazy. <laughs> don't do it. No, no. She's seen a lot of them, but she won't watch that one. She refuses. All right. Yeah. They also had a uh, cousin. Um, they had well, a right? son. His name was Jason. Mm-hmm. His name was Jason Miller, but Jason Patrick okay. um, was in The Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah. You guys are 90 guys, right? We are, yeah. Remember the 80s, Lost 90s, Boys? yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, The Lost Boys. Sure. Yeah. Lost Boys? All right. You remember yeah. Speed 2? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't yeah. think I saw Speed 2, but yeah. I remember it coming out. That's all, yeah. it's all Jason Patrick. So That's cool. <laughs> nice. What is he? Yeah. Is he doing anything now? Is he still acting? Um, he does Broadway. He does oh, Broadway. nice! So then, so bringing up up to speed with yourself, uh, you, you're a musician yourself, correct? I am. Um, I've done some stuff. Um, well, it's been a long time, you guys. Yeah, it's been back in the eighties, nineties. Oh, okay. Were you with what? Were you with any bands that we would know or no? No, I figured you were like a session player and that you had done some of no, or something not, like that. I'm not. I oh, did. Okay. I did. Yeah. Um, I recorded a song for Time Life Video back Interesting. in the day. I remember those. Yeah. About uh, I think it was 2013, and it was for Jackie Gleason's hundredth birthday. Oh, that's so awesome! Re-recorded um, "Melancholy Serenade," that's which cool. was the theme song to the Jackie Gleason show. That is so, so me, Yeah, and me and a buddy above mine um, recorded that, and it, it ended up on the video. So it, it worked out great. That's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that your grandfather that we... I was trying to stay away from any kind of behind-the-scenes stuff because I know you don't, you're not incredibly familiar with the ins and outs of how the show ran and all that kind of stuff. You know, you guys... A lot of people have asked me this stuff over the exactly. years. Exactly, I'm sure. He is just grandpa, you know. Yeah. He's just yeah, yeah. my grandfather, well, you know. Just it's, it would be like you talking about your father or your grandfather, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. And you just happen to do a very spectacular thing. That's you know? cool. 
Let us know. No, it's going to be really cool because as, as I'm watching the show, because we watched the episode today, and I'm sitting here thinking about knowing that it's he's your grandfather. I thought about how cool would it be if I had that kind of archival footage of my grandfather yeah. to be able to watch and see, you know. Well, I that's a very that. good point. That's a very yeah. good point. I do have a lot of archival footage of a lot of members of my family, which a lot of people in this world don't have. That's yeah. very true. That's a good point. I have a story. Okay. My, my father took me to Malibu. Uh, I think I was maybe 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. And my father was a very good friend. In fact, his, he was an agent of a gentleman named Burgess Meredith. Do you remember the name Burgess oh, Meredith? Yeah, I have heard that before. Burgess uh, did a lot of stuff, but he was the Penguin in Batman, the 66 okay. series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Burgess lived on Malibu Beach. His next door neighbor was Carol O'Connor. On the other side, his next door neighbor was Larry Hagman from <laughs> I Dream of Genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad took me over there. This is a absolutely true story. My dad took me over there. So there's fucking... Archie Bunker, <laughs> Larry Hagman from My Dream of Genie, you know, and we're all just sitting there just having a great time. That's crazy. Carol O'Connor, I think you guys remember Archie Bunker, right? Yeah, yeah, we did it a few episodes. Nothing ago. like Archie Bunker. That's what <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, we've heard Kind, that. gentleman. In yeah. fact, Carol O'Connor said he took... Uh, the character of Archie Bunker from Ralph Cramden and uh, oh, what's his name? The old gangster from the 1940s movies. Um, um, oh, shit. Shit. I, I, I can't. Uh, names. <laughs> hey, she. Yeah, yeah she. Yeah. That guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. It's no secret that um, the Flintstones was based off of Ralph. It Cooper was actually you're right. Yes. So did you know that grandfather? Do we any or did he have any say in that, or did he get any like benefits from that? No, or? it had nothing to do with the honeymooners. No, it was okay. totally separate. No. So I did meet Fred Flintstone though. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> was he wearing shoes or no? No, he had no shoes. Uh-huh. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drive his car. <laughs> well, here, here's a question we didn't ask. What, and this is probably a big question, what's your favorite episode of The Honeymoons? I think my favorite's the $99,000 question. Okay. Where Norton tells Ralph, no, what does he do? Fuck. God, you think I would know this shit. <laughs> um... Norton is singing Swanee River, the song okay. Swanee River, right. to Ralph over and over again. You're gonna have Swanee River, Swanee River. And then he gets on the show, and, and the question is, who sang Swanee River? And Ralph says, Ed Norton, Ed Norton. <laughs> That's funny. Which is, of course, not the right answer, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good impression of your grandfather. Yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> hey! I got a f***ing of them. 
And honestly, I can I can see a resemblance. I can see a family resemblance. Well, when I gain weight, I look a lot more like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy your show so much. Yeah. And um, please keep doing what you're doing. I love the fact that you're doing um, different shows. Oh, good, good, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could be a part of this. Oh, of course, and yeah, yeah. You guys entertain me. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are wow. really cool. That's cool. And, and if you ever uh, start a podcast, just reach out and we'll promote you all you want. I can't even figure out how to get my email. So, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Well, we've, right, we've Mark. held you long enough. Well, I appreciate it, man. And uh, I'll be in touch with you soon. Dude, you guys are awesome. You too. <laughs> all right. See Love you guys. You too. <laughs> yeah. Take care. Bye. Well, that was uh, that was a really uh, good time. Good interview. We really appreciate Mark do for you, that. Do you hear that? Oh, that's you actually talking. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know I didn't get much uh, voice time in. That's okay. But that's okay. I had talked to Mark earlier, you know, the day before. And And that was enough. (laughs) That was enough. I don't want to talk to him anymore. I was like, Jimmy, you talked to him. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, Jimmy did some uh, great research and he just kind of ran with the interview and I was all for it. I mean, he did a good job, I think so. Well, yeah, it was um, really interesting talking yeah. to them. That's that sides of, of things. And we, we kind of experienced that. And we had said that with, with Mark, uh, we kind of experienced that with hope as well. Hope Juber, like we, you see sides of people that you don't get to see through a television show, no matter how much of a fan you are of the show, there's mm-hmm. sides to it. You don't see like their personal life, like you like grandpa Jackie, you know what I mean? So that's just cool. I like that kind of stuff. Hell Yeah. So we do thank Mark for that, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to him again in a future episode. For sure. Yeah. Uh, dealing with the honeymoon. Yeah. All right. So uh, you ready to get back into this? I am ready to get back into this. Okay. Okay. So when we left off, there's a costume contest at the Raccoon Lodge, and Ralph thinks he has discovered a, quote, hack okay. to win. Mm-hmm. His plan is to rent a costume for $10 to win the $50 prize. Damn. But it appears that Norton had the same idea and rented a costume for $10 to win. Ralph thinks Norton stole his idea and is now forced to make his own costume and is determined to win. Hmm. Purely out of spite. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get back into this. Scene a seven. Later, back in Ralph and Alice's apartment, Alice stands in the kitchen pacing around in a rope. Alice sighs and shouts, Ralph, can I come in now? Ralph shouts back, No, you can't. I haven't got the whole costume on yet, and I don't want you to see it until I got it all on. Oh, damn. I want you to get the full effect of this. That's kind of like when your wife wears like next way. <laughs> Alice says, I hope you... What? That's <laughs> just such a stupid joke. That's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Alice says, I hope you know it's getting late, Ralph. I'd like to get in there and wash up. Hell yeah. Ralph says, wash up in the kitchen sink. Damn. I know. Alice says, I can't. You're using the faucet as part of your costume. Damn. (laughs) Alice paces around some more. She goes on. I can't play the radio because you're using the tubes. I can't even open the window because you got the sash cord. (laughs) Alice then sits down at the table with nothing to do. 
Just then, Ralph sings, get ready, I'm coming out. Oh, it's that kind of episode. I'm coming out. <laughs> I want the world. Is that what that Ralph, song's about? I think so. Oh, wow. I want the world to know. I want to let it show. Hmm, interesting. Ralph enters the kitchen dressed as a man from space, apparently. Hmm. Or at least according to the title of the episode. <laughs> huh. Hey, I've seen this one. I've no, seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, we yeah. established that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has the icebox door strapped to his chest with a faucet sticking out. He's wearing <laughs> goggles along with a pot on his head. Polka dot pants and a garbage bag around his waist, kind of like a tutu. <laughs> Oh, look, George made an appearance. (laughs) (laughs) Ralph then struts around, showing off his costume proudly. Mm. He states, I bet you're spellbound, huh? (laughs) You thought I couldn't do it, didn't you, Alice? Can you see the faces on them down there when I walk in with this? You gotta admit, Alice. You gotta admit it. When the chips are down, I'm ready to go. Mm, The wheels are turning up here at all times. Well, what do you think? Alice slowly gets up from the table, saunters over to her husband, and simply states, I think you're nuts. And then she punches him in the groin. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're nuts. And then that's it. So why can't she come in? The door's wide open. She's looking right at him through the through the open door. Like <laughs> I don't think she can see him. He's probably uh-huh. like around a corner or something. I don't know. That costume kind of sucks. Well, yeah, I think yeah. that's the joke. Okay. Hmm. He's got like like dresser knobs on the front of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, with an upside down faucet coming just, out of his chest. I mean, I, I just I guess I just don't see how that's like what it's supposed to be, that it's a man from space. Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yeah. He's, yeah. He really likes this, doesn't he? Holy <laughs> shit. I think, I think he's seen this one before. Yeah. 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 It's a classic. That's <laughs> true. Uh-huh. It's a classic. But you yeah. also got to remember, too, that this is 1955, not... right. 2023 to where we know what men from space look like. That's true. Yeah. What you've seen aliens? Is that what it's supposed to be? I thought it was supposed to be a guy like in a spacesuit. Like a man from space. Oh yeah, I guess so. This is before NASA, wasn't it? So they wouldn't know the term astronaut. Right. This is before we had astronauts. So they would know it as the man from space. Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. So it's, it's every time we say that. That's oh, what triggers us. That's what <laughs> triggers him to open his mouth every time we say this. Say what? I'm not going to say it again because he's going to say it. Oh, the man from space. Yeah. Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've oh. seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. This is right up there. with What was it that was doing it the other time? Like. Remember where there was some sound coming out of nowhere? What was it? The quack? Is that what it was? Yeah, it's it's like that all over again. <laughs> that is kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, where we couldn't say the fuck word. Right. Yeah. That's I'm glad weird. that's okay. not around anymore, so that's good. Yeah, that was kind of annoying. <clears throat> yeah. Scene eight. 
Ralph, trying to be serious, says, none of your funny stuff, Alice. What do you think of this costume? Hmm. Alice looks at him up and down and says, I got to admit, certainly is original, Ralph. (laughs) But there is one question I'd like to ask you. Just then, a part of the costume falls off and onto the floor. Alice says, you're losing it already. (laughs) Ralph says, let me have that. That's my denaturizer. Hmm. Alice puts her hands on her hips and says, while we're on the subject, what are you supposed to be? Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Thank you. We didn't even Uh, say it that time. No, no. I guess because she asked. Ralph a little taken back, but from the question asks, what am I supposed to be? No, no, don't say it. But I have to finish the sentence. Go ahead. Just do it. What am I supposed to be? The man from space. (laughs) He said the thing. I I think we hurt his feelings. I don't think he's going to say it. Marty? Okay, we're sorry. We know you're enthusiastic. We apologize. We didn't mean to be mean. Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yeah. Alice patronizing him a little says, oh, is that what a man from space looks like? Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yeah. Ralph says, what's the matter? Aren't you up on current events? Don't you read the newspapers? Don't you read the comic books? What's the, that's the trouble with you. You don't know the latest developments. Alice with her hands on her hips says, I don't know the latest developments. Who is it that lets your pants out every day? She then crosses her arms and gives him the look. Oh, shit. Ralph, not taking any more of this, this risible buffoonery. Oh, shit. That's uh, nice. Says, oh, you're a riot, Alice. A regular riot. Regardless of what you say, this is going to win the first prize. They'll know what I am down there. Alice, with her arms still crossed, says, Ralph. You asked me what I thought of your costume, so I told you. I did not recognize you as the man from space. Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yeah, still is. And no matter what you think, the judges are not going to recognize it either. (laughs) Ralph says, it's just a matter of time, Alice. That's all. We'll be there in an hour or so. We'll find out. I don't care about the $50. I just want to teach Norton a lesson. Mm. Alice says, don't be too confident, Ralph. Norton looks pretty cute in that outfit. Okay. Alice, (laughs) Alice then makes her way back to the bedroom. Ralph alone in the kitchen says, pretty cute. There's a laugh. That's how he says that shit. (laughs) So I got to hand it to him. So when he drops the part of his little costume on the ground. Two of them both had really good like improv skills there. Yeah, they must have done live theater. Well, they like Mark had told me that, they, or Mark had told us that he did like vaudeville and stuff like that. So both yeah, of them had can, stage experience. So you can kind of tell. Yeah, you can tell because you know she's like, "Well, look, you're losing already." He's like, "Give me that," you know. Yeah. And then she like goes back into it. She's and she even adds a line of, "Well, while we're on the subject, what are you <laughs> yeah, supposed yeah. to be?" <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she wants to hump Norton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have no idea what the fuck he was trying to be. Like, if I saw that dude in right. the costume show, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what? Um, <laughs> you a robot? 
She's awfully spunky for a, a 50s housewife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like talking I back like to her it. husband and shit, like trying to make him look stupid. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I like Dick Van Dyke's wife better, though. Just saying. <laughs> you said, I can steal that sound bite where you said, I like Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dick better. <laughs> I like Dick more. <laughs> a scene and nine. Just then, Norton walks into the apartment once again, not knocking. <laughs> as soon as he spots Ralph dressed as the man from space, he gets startled and screams hey. out. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. That's right, Marty. So we can't hurt his feelings again, man. Stop. That's right, man. You got it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> so Norton gets startled and screams out and runs back out the door. <laughs> Ralph opens the door back up and shouts, get back here. Oh, damn. Norton comes back in and sighs. He says, oh, it's you, Ralph. Boy, you had me scared there for a minute. I thought we were being invaded. <laughs> Ralph, while taking off his goggles and pot off his head, says, invaded. Did you hear that, Alice? It didn't take him long to figure out that I'm a man from space. Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. You know, you know what's fucked up about this? What's that? Is there's people out there that are, I can sense it. There's people out there getting irritated by this. No. Okay, try recording like this. <laughs> try recording with the shit going on. I know. I'm just trying to get through the synopsis here. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking midnight. <laughs> And try recording this shit. I know it's annoying for you at work where you're listening. Imagine trying to record this shit. <laughs> you're saying. Norton says, space? Who said anything about space? I thought we were being invaded by Sherman tanks. Norton then takes a good look at Ralph's costume. Ralph proudly says, well, this is what I made with stuff around the house. You think? Well, what's <laughs> your opinion? Norton says, well, frankly... I liked it better when it was furniture. Oh, damn. I know. Ralph says, well, no matter what you think, I'm walking off with the prize. Hmm. This will make a fool out of you and your costume. Oh, damn. Alongside of this, it's going to look like a piece of French cheesecloth. Oh, shit. Which he already said earlier. Yeah. And it's going to make you look sillier than that French hero of yours. Mm-hmm. Norton, feeling a little blue, says, yeah, well, uh... If you don't mind, I'd rather not hear you mention that Brioski's name anymore today. Mm. Ralph asks, why? I thought he was your idol, <laughs> a man who built the sewers. Norton says, well, I uh, did a little reading up on him today. Uh, he didn't build the sewers. He condemned them. Oh, shit. Ralph says, that must have come as a terrible blow to you. Mm. Just then, Alice comes walking out in a very freely Marsha Brady short-type dress, along with a large lollipop in her hand and an even larger bow on her head. Norton, perhaps feeling some feelings for his friend's wife, shouts out, What do we have here? <laughs> Look who strolled into the lounge, and what's your name, little girl, and how old are you? Alice giggles like a little girl and says, <laughs> My name is Alice, and I'm 12, going on 12 and a half. <laughs> Norton then giggles along with Alice. Alice looks to her husband, who stands stoically as she asks, So what do you think, Ralph? How do you like it? 
Ralph asks, where's the other half of your costume? <laughs> Alice says, that's how it's supposed to be, Ralph. I'm Ooh, supposed man. to be a 12-year-old girl. Ralph shouts. Oh, there's a fucking surprise. Exactly. Your knees are showing. Alice says, of course my knees are showing. A 12-year-old girl's knees are supposed to show. Ralph yells, not any 12-year-old girl that's married to me. Oh, yeah, daddy. <laughs> Jimmy, that is dark. <laughs> what? I, Marty probably did it. Ain't me. <laughs> you walk into that party and everybody will be looking at your knees. Alice with a zinger says, all right, Ralph, I'll fool them. I'll walk in backwards. See, she should have said, not with you wearing that ugly ass thing. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, nobody's going to be looking at me. <laughs> That's, that is an awfully short skirt for the 50s, isn't it? Yeah. Back then, it was like pool skirts that came yeah. down to like mid-shin. Ooh, mid-shin. Yeah. Sexy. But I mean, she's, I mean, that's really short for, for the 50s, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think it was mm. a little bit risque. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, my note is, oh, she's dressed as a stripper doing cosplay or something. That's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. I got to admit, when she first walked down, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me wait, wait, that. do some pause in here. <laughs> no, wait, wait, let me pause this. <laughs> do some screenshots. And, yeah. mm -hmm. So why would we be invaded by Sherman tanks? Hmm. Like those know, were point. used by the American forces. That's a good point. When I first heard it, I thought he said German tanks, but no. Mm. Then I read the, because I also found a website that had the whole script. Mm-hmm. Because some things I couldn't understand. Yeah, and close captioning. Too, yeah. yeah, the transcript sites wasn't are great. doing it right. Yeah. yeah. So I looked it up and I was like, you're saying Sherman tanks? Like, hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Why. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. Anyways, scene 10. Just then, Trixie runs into the apartment, also, you know, not knocking, dressed hmm. as a sailor. Trixie says, I've got some awful news. Oh, I'm so mad I could cry. Norton says, hmm. now simmer down now. Add it up. Simmer. Plus down. Plus now. Equals simmer down now. Now simmer down now. <laughs> like what do you mean cry? Cry never solved anything. Rem remember the old saying, laugh and the whole world laughs with you. Cry and you cry alone. What's the bad news? What? Trixie says, your foreman called. There's an emergency up on the 225th sewer and he wants you to go there right away. Norton begins to cry and says, oh, I don't want to work tonight. <laughs> Trixie adds, he says, if you don't go, you'll lose your job. Alice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we stop there for a second? <laughs> why, why, would, why would his boss tell his wife that? Oh, yeah. And he's like, like, he needs to come down here. We got an emergency. Okay, I'll let him know. You better tell him, like, if he doesn't come, he's fired. Like, <laughs> dude, bro, just, like you just said, okay, I'm going to tell him. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. Well, she's probably like, he ain't going to want to go. He's going to part. Well, he's gonna, his ass going to be fucking fired if he didn't go. <laughs> Either that or it's, <laughs> he, they know that he's not going to show up. <laughs> so like, hey, you need this time. Okay, seriously, this time, this time, can you tell him that like he's gonna be fired or something? Just tell him he's gonna be fired. <laughs> Trixie adds, "Oh, he says if you don't go, you'll lose your job." Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Alice says, "Oh, that's a shame, Ed." 
Trixie asks, yeah, what are you going to do, Ed? Norton <laughs> says, well, what can I do at a time like this? Duty calls. <laughs> and I swear, Sorry. like some people chuckled at that. <laughs> I know they didn't mean it like that, but a couple of people in the audience struggled. Duty uh-huh. calls and you got to answer the call of duty. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just one of those days for me, I guess. First of all, I found out my hero, my childhood idol, Pierre-Francois de la Brioski, is a phony. Mm. I wasted 50 cents on some loose snuff today. Mm. Norton tosses the snuff box on the kitchen table. Norton adds, and now I got to go to work. Le plume, blue, blah, blue, blah, blue. Perfect. Norton and, Tr- Norton and Trixie then exit the apartment. Mm. Once they leave, Ralph chuckles. After Alice leaves to go to the bedroom, Ralph looks down and sees the snuff box sitting at the table. He looks around, opens up the box. He takes a sniff of snuff in each nostril and puts the box down. He sits for a moment and then realizes he needs to sneeze. He feels it coming, but nothing happens. He makes silly faces, mm-hmm. but then realizes the sneeze is gone. But then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he shouts out and his eyes cross. He grabs the chair for support. Yeah, I didn't know how to describe that scene very well. I don't think I did a good enough job, but I didn't do it justice, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I love, I love uh, once again, I love that he works in the sewer and, and that he says duty calls. That's just, <laughs> I was just, I don't know, because I'm a big man child. It was just I, I even I laughed at that. Yeah. Well, even the audience laughed, and it was in the fifties. So, <laughs> <laughs> scene is friends. I would say eleven. <laughs> it's party time. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> the raccoon lodge is a buzz, and all the hep cats are dancing to the groove, Daddy O. Heck yeah, the, those raccoon balls. Did I sound like a gangster just then? You, you did. I, I'm sorry. I had to check my, make sure my wallet was there. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Ralph, dressed as ice, Icebox Panhead Man, is dancing to the music with Alice. Hey. And man. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. That's not fair. This is I didn't uh, where say Ralph it. dresses up as a man from space. I think he was correcting you because you said no. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. A man shouts out, get it, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop. Get it. Get it. (laughs) Did you hear it? No, I actually shouted that. Get it, boy. I didn't know. (laughs) And Ralph improvises a little dance on his own. They all just laugh. Once the music stops, the other couples leave to the other side of the lodge as Ralph walks over to the judges. Hmm. One judge says to the other, I guess we picked the winner now, huh? Hmm. Ralph butts into the conversation and says, yeah, you might as well get it over with. One judge says, Ralph, will you stop bothering us? Oh, damn. Jeez. Ralph says, it isn't me. I'm in no hurry. It's just the rest of them. They're all impatient. You know, like a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ralph adds, I'll go in and tell them to keep their shirts on. Before Ralph leaves, he says to the judges, say, did you... Happened to get a load of Cassidy's costume. He's uh, got his wife's dress on again. Tugboat Annie, same as last year. As the judges are trying to ignore him, they continue to write. Ralph goes on, Riley's got that sheet on again. Julius Caesar, did you get a good look at my outfit? Ralph spins around so they can admire his craftsmanship. The judge says, well, all right, Ralph. I'm ready. Bring them in now. 
<laughs> so they have all that room. Why are they all crowded up by the door trying to dance? They have the whole room. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, good point. But we need to bring that style of dancing back. Like, I think that's the new TikTok like trend. You think so? Yeah, I think that's the, that's the new TikTok challenge right there. Hmm. It's like uh, classic dancing. No, no, we got to call it. We've got to call it the man from space. Fuck. Hey. Uh. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. <laughs> this is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Huh? That was weird. <laughs> Ashton getting in on this, too. I guess so, yeah. That was weird. <laughs> All right. Scene 12. <laughs> Excited to hear the results, Ralph runs over and shouts, All right, everyone. They're going to judge the contest now. Everyone excited walks back into the dance floor. They all line up and get ready for the results. The judge says, now friends, we've narrowed the contest down to two people. Mm. But before we make our final choice, we want to see them again. Mm. Now, first we have Ralph Cramden. Ah. They all cheer and whistle. Ralph smiles and boasts as if he didn't know he was going to be a finalist. He says, Mm. I had no idea. (laughs) <laughs> the judge goes on. We chose Cramden for his wonderful impersonation of a pinball machine. Ralph looks over at the judge and asks, pinball machine? Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other yeah, judge is like, uh, right. duh. Yeah, we forgot about that. That's true. Yeah. The judge asks, sure, that's what you're supposed to be, is it? Ralph chuckles and says, oh, certainly. You know, like a liar. <laughs> right. The judge goes on. Next, we have Pete Woodruff. Pete steps forward, dressed as a golfer. And if I saw myself wearing those clothes, I'd have to kick my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> Complete with knickerbocker pants, sweater, and a hat someone would wear as if they were an artist. <laughs> the judge goes on. We chose Woodruff for his costume depicting an artist. No. Um, <laughs> we chose Woodruff for his costume depicting a playboy uh-huh, of the Roaring Twenties. Mm. As the judge looks over the finalist costumes one last time, Ralph says, nice rented costume you have there, Pete. <laughs> after the judge <laughs> after the judge is finished looking him over, he says, well, we have decided who the winner is. The winner is. But then all of the sudden, <sighs> Norton comes running into the lodge, still dressed in his sewer outfit, with hmm. mask, miner's hat, tool belt, and all. Hmm. The judge asks, well, who are you? Norton removes the mask and says, it's me, Norton. Am I too late for the eats? <laughs> Judges talk amongst themselves, and one of them says, well, you might be too late for the eats, Norton. But you're not too late to win first prize. Uh-huh. The judge hands an envelope to Norton as he says, $50 to the man from space. Hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Right, right, oh, right. right. But they thought Norton. Ralph. They, they yeah. Probably, yeah. <clears throat> Everyone cheers and the music starts back up again. Ralph threatens him with a finger in his face. Mm. But Alice shuts that shit down quick and begins to dance with him. Soon they all began to dance and all is well. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. So that's what a playboy looks like, huh? Hmm, weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> wouldn't Norton smell really bad? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, 
because sewer and duty calls. Yeah, unless I guess unless he went there and it really was a false alarm because it was uh, uh, Ralph we, calling, then I guess yeah. he wouldn't smell because. You know. True, true, true. I'm assuming mm-hmm. he washes all that stuff before he, you know, at the end of the day or whatever. Yeah. But now while he's still wearing it. Exactly. But, yeah. So, mm-hmm, okay. Tell me what my point is, is he wouldn't have actually gone into the sewer because it was a false alarm. Yeah. So. Good point. Yeah. But that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. That was a good one. <laughs> An old one, and, but a good one. An oldie, but a goodie, I think yeah. is what yeah, the kids are saying these days. Now all the kids are saying that. I mean, we got. You, I mean, come on, man. Don't don't cut yourself short. You got forty seven years experience talking about what what kids are saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, these young kids trying to act like they know what kids are saying nowadays. No, fuck that. We yeah. got forty something years experience telling what kids say. Mm-hmm. You ain't mine. So I have an email to read. Oh shit! Yes, and this one comes to us from Cat. Cat. Kitty cat. Not a cat, but just oh. cat. <laughs> meow, meow, um. meow. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to apologize to Cat first of all because um, she sent us an email through the website, and usually when I get those, it allows me to respond. But for some reason, something's going on, and I couldn't respond. So this is our response. What do you mean? This now. is one that you said it was lame, and you didn't want to respond to it. <laughs> no, that's not true, Cat. Don't listen. I'm, to I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> So, Kat says, you guys, wow. Uh-oh. I can't tell you how much I love your podcast. Aww. Aww. I'm such a Brady Bunch geek. <laughs> Watch the show in the reruns. Barely. Lol. I'm a 50-year-old chick. <laughs> anyway, I'm such a nerd that I can recall all of the dialogue from pretty much every episode. Damn. Having said that, you guys are Fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love how you break it apart bit by bit. And your commentary reminds me of my brother and I goofing on the show. <laughs> Great times. I love that you're branching out to other sitcoms. Just listened to the Three's Company one. Loved it. Love that show. <laughs> anyway, sorry for being long-winded. Would you guys maybe do a podcast on the sick, awesome movie, The Brady Girls Get Married? Just thought I'd ask. Thank you for the hilarious content. Have a sunshine day. And it's your turn. <laughs> and it's your turn to trim the stupid hedges. Lol. <laughs> Peace. Fuck that. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're actually the second person today yeah. to say to do that. So just saying. So it sounds like That's we may true. need to. I think I think you're right. I think you're right, kitty cat. Oh, <laughs> probably never heard that before. Yeah, that's true. That's but so, can I do apologize because I didn't respond, and I don't want you to think that uh, I forgot or just ignored you. I didn't. I had trouble. So, but here's our response now, and we appreciate you sending it in. Oh. And if you want, if you do want to give another written response, feel free to email us or message us through Facebook or something. So, yeah, yeah. indeed, that was nice. I'm glad oh, we can I make can't. somebody laugh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just one person just one person in this big blueberry of a world we all live on <laughs> <laughs> all right cat well you know we did here we had a good time tonight and remember we do love these shows it's all about the good times and the laughs it is and we would personally like to thank our producers from patreon because of course without you this wouldn't be possible and of course we're looking at you jenny and jim you see us looking at you we're looking at you they're the first ones that 
that that started this ball rolling in the first two that to be our producers and we immensely appreciate it and we'll be forever in your debt so thank you yes thank you mm-hmm. so now it's time to hand out a little bit of homework assignments okay Oh, I thought I was going to get some slack from you. Okay. I don't, I don't have to do it. So what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is check out the website yes. at averybradypodcast.com. Do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible, or wherever mm. you hear us. That's right. Tell two friends about the show. And if uh, you don't have two friends, maybe... Oh, I know what they can do. What's that? They can maybe uh, somehow... Get a government job, right? And then work for. Well, I guess you don't have to have a government job anymore, do you? So, because you, you know, we're on the private sector now, so they can go. Somehow, oh God, this is going on too long. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying. To. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, you could join one of those uh, classic television groups on Facebook because you know there's some people that are into like Star Trek. There's some people that are into Lost in Space. There's some people who are into you know I Dream a Genie because that's that you know he was like an astronaut or whatever. Hey, yeah. hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, right. We we know. Yes. But also there's another app for people that like work, like, you know, they do the daily grind. I think it's called Grinder. I think, but yeah, you can go on there and, and meet. Yeah. Friends. That's for like hard, yeah. hardworking. It is yeah, for people something? that do like the, like I said, the daily grind and stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> send an email to the show and tell us how you like or dislike the show. Just like Kat did at a very pretty podcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join in on the conversations and all the fun at a very pretty Facebook yes. group. Yes. If you would like to be a producer, check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. Check out the Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. Like, I don't know if the show's going to change days or if it's late or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go check out the Retro Network at theretronetwork.com. Check out our shop with our affiliate link, www.averybradypodcast.com slash shop. It's a great way to support our show. Mm-hmm. Check out our T Public Store for even more merch. Link is in the description of this episode. Also, we are now on the Clapper app mm-hmm. at Very Brady Podcast. So now we have the clap. <laughs> and maybe you can have a clap too. Exactly. But most importantly, go check out Classic Iconic TV. And Jimmy here is going to tell us what we're going to watch next. Yes. Thank you, Tack. You're welcome. Yeah. So next week, we're going to say to hell with the Randomizer 3000. Whoa. Just for one week. Don't get all excited. Just for one Whoa. week. Oh, yeah. Because you know what? Gosh darn it. The heck we liked having a guest. Jimmy, it's yeah. a family show. I know. Fuck. Well, family shows kind of guests. So <laughs> we we had Mark as a guest, and we're like, "Gosh darn it, the heck!" You know what? We're going to do that shit again. Hmm. So this next week's guest is a very special guest. Oh yeah. This next week's guest is he's a one man show on our Facebook group tech. Hmm. He has single handedly made our Facebook group entertaining. Indeed. And he has written us in request for a very special episode. Yes, that's who it is. Who is it? It's, he just said it. Michael Jackson just said it. So, 
So this next episode, we're going to have Ben come on and help us. Anybody that's on mm. Facebook group knows who Ben is. Mm-hmm. And here in the United States, June is Pride Month. And it's to honor the LGBTQ plus community. So Ben is going to come on and he's going to help us look at a very special episode of uh, Golden Girls, which is the Golden Girls season six, episode 14, entitled Sister of the Bride. That's right. We are going back to the Golden Girls. I get to see my woman. (laughs) That has nothing to do with this. Decide to do this. Um, (laughs) According to IMDb, Blanche's gay brother, Clayton, plans a commitment ceremony with his boyfriend, Doug. Now, obviously, this was back before, I guess, gay marriage was allowed. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, next Where week. we watch that? Oh, I'm sorry. We can, it is available to stream on, on Hulu TV. So, or Hulu app, whatever. So, <laughs> just Hulu. So, yeah. Nice. So, nice. next yeah, week, looking forward a, to that. Next week, it'll be a fun episode. Indeed, it sure will. So, look forward to that. Uh, um, yeah, you know, Ben's a good guy. He's been keeping our Facebook group afloat. Yes, basically, yeah. yeah. Basically, taking I'm about ready to hand over admin rights to Ben. I'm just Seriously, saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to that point, too. And um, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't public knowledge. It's the first time we're even talking about this. But Ben is, I think, as far as I know, the first and only person to have somebody complain about him. <laughs> was it oh that one complaint we had yeah we had a complaint come in about a post and it was ben's post and so we just kind of and what did we do about it we did we scold ben about it hell no we didn't scold ben about it <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we do we basically were nice about it and politely ignored it so <laughs> i thought we i thought we kicked her out or something like that <laughs> did we, oh, maybe we did kick around. I can't remember. But. I, don't remember. I don't remember what we did. But I know we didn't scold uh, Ben for no, it because no, it was uh-uh. a ridiculous request. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, the which, way I, which go ahead. Go ahead. The go. way I look at it, and I, in all fairness, I don't, I don't, I'm my phone has this. I'm not sure if yours has this. I don't know if anybody else's has phone. I don't know if I downloaded it or something. I can't remember. But my phone has this thing on it where you can you can scroll. Um, you know what I mean? You can like. Like if I don't like, I can scroll. You know what I mean? I don't know if anybody so if else something is offensive to me. Right. Yeah. I don't have to sit there and comment about it in all caps. No, no, because mine has never come up and forced me to comment before I can look at the next thing. I, I don't know. That must be in a setting or something. So yeah, yeah, maybe it might be like one of them, uh, you know, deep tracks in the settings somewhere. Maybe, yeah, that's probably yeah. But yeah, next yeah. week we look forward to having Ben on the show. That's gonna be fun. So um, yeah. So yep. that'll be nice. Indeed, I'm excited. Heck yeah. So I also want to do a quick little shout out to and thank Mark Chuddock one more time for the interview. And also let everybody know too that the the fade in music mm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. you heard probably would like that doesn't sound like the honeymooners. It's a little exactly. bit different. It kind of sounds like the honeymooners, <laughs> but a more revised version of the honeymooners. That's right. A more well, contemporary that's version. That's right. Of more contemporary. Yes. And that was actually uh, uh, Mark's rendition of My Greatest Love, which is the name yes. of the theme song for the honeymooners. So you heard that. That's awesome. In the fade in. Heck yeah. He also did um, the theme to the Jackie Gleason show. That's right. Um, that yes. was a melancholy, melancholy serenade. Yes. That's yes. it, right? Okay. And you heard that during the little 
uh, interview snippets. So yes, you did hear the snippets. You did not hear the full episode, full interview. If you want to hear right. that, head on over to Patreon, and that's where you're hearing Ooh, the full. You're gonna you're gonna pull that card on them. You're gonna pull that. Card I am. On. I feel like a, a real Damn. podcaster now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Hit the notification bell. <laughs> that's so dumb. <laughs> Smash that like button. Yeah, I'm not smashing anything. My, my electronic equipment's expensive. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do, YouTuber. Exactly, yeah. I'm like twice your age. Don't tell me how to do stuff on my phone and my computer. But please explain to me and how to get that, that old can of paint open, please, because I don't know how to do it. 12 year old, thank you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, unless you have anything else. Um, I do not. I just want to thank Mark right. one more time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. And uh, on that note, I've been Jimmy. And I've been Tack. And this has been a Very Brady Podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.